Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. I often hear from people that they are feeling overwhelmed, that they feel like there's not enough time in the day to get everything that they need to get done and for them to execute on, you know, as a CEO on the things that they need to execute on, as well as manage team, as well as do all of the other things, right, that are required to, 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 to grow a business. And when I dive deeper in one-on-one conversations, I realize a lot of times that what they mean by the overwhelm is really the ability to master their energy and their attention so that they can get things done faster. So here's the thing. When it comes to overwhelm, the way that I define overwhelm is basically having so many things to do and you don't know where to start. Overwhelm is usually solved by prioritizing, right? You have a goal, People uh, people will typically have a goal and then have a whole list of things to do. But between those two categories, there has to be prioritization. If you don't prioritize, then you feel overwhelmed, right? So that is one thing. That is what overwhelm is. But for a lot of people, what they consider overwhelm is basically mental load, like very significant mental load that just gets them exhausted. It makes them exhausted. And so for this one, really what we're talking about is how can you master your energy and your attention so that you can perform better? There is a huge difference between that and overwhelm, right? So when it comes to your energy and the attention that you have on things and your ability to to focus on the right things, on the important things, and to execute them without all of the distraction, really keep in mind that there's a couple of things at play here. Number one is your physical energy versus your mental energy. So your physical energy, we all know, right, that in order to be, um, to, to, to have physical energy, in order to feel healthy and, and have the vitality to do the things that you need to do, one has to eat well, you have to sleep, you have to hydrate, you have to exercise. We all know those things, right? On the other side of this is the mental energy. So these two things are necessary for any, I'm talking about business business owners right now, but even if you're an athlete or whatever, if you have a goal that you want to get to, you're going to need to master your physical energy and your mental energy. And so the physical we just talked about and the mental energy is basically the, the, uh, the the ability to focus, the ability to retain your attention on the things that you need to work on is clarity. It is your ability to make decisions. It is your emotional resilience. That is what the mental energy is. As a business owner, you need both, right? You need to work on 
getting your physical energy to in the right to the right level so that you can actually, you know, get up and take action and so on. But also you need to make sure that your mental energy is taken care of. And this is something that we don't talk enough about, I feel. And the thing is, if you're whether it's your physical mental energy, if you think about it as a bank, right? It's a bank account. And every single day you can make daily deposits and withdrawals in that account. Let's say that you work out, you use, you've slept enough, etc. All of those are deposits. And as you are working and executing on the things that you need to execute on, you're withdrawing. But what happens for a lot of people is we start doing way too many withdrawals and not enough deposits, and then we're running on overdraft consistently. And that is where people will then turn around and be like, Kyrie, I'm so exhausted. I'm overwhelmed. There's so much to do. Really what's happening here, it's it's not an overwhelm instead of uh, in the sense of too many things that we have to execute on. Because as I said, overwhelm is a lack of priority. Usually that's where it comes from. But here, what's, go- what's at play is that people just don't have the energy. So if that is you, I really want you to take a few minutes. This is not going to be a long episode because I want you to take then that energy that you're going to get and that attention and, and use it for the goals that you're working on currently. But if this is you, I really want you to take a few minutes right now and let's work on a couple of things that you can do to make things easier. All right. Number one, where these are specific questions that I'm going to ask you, and I want you to think about the answer and the answer will tell you exactly what to do. So number one, how is your brain right now? Is your brain on overdrive because you're multitasking too many things? Multitasking, we all know this, but we still do it anyway. It will reduce your productivity by up to 40%. And then the time that you're sitting there trying to get things done actually depletes you even more, right? Because we're trying to push through with nothing in the mental bank. So are you currently, when you look at the stuff that you have to do on a daily basis, do you have so many things that you're kind of starting, stopping, etc. instead of focusing on one thing and one thing only until you're done before moving to the next thing. Single tasking is one, just this activity, just focusing on single tasking can give you so much more energy back. It can make sure that you're not withdrawing from your mental bank and your energy bank for no reason. And that way you can take the energy that you have and really focusing, focus it one by one on your list of prioritized activities that are going to get you to the goal. Okay. So multitasking, is it something that you're currently doing a lot of? Because that will lead to mental fatigue and that is going to have a huge impact on how you're making decisions. Okay. So the multitasking, we need to stop that right away. And as I said, you know this, we all know this, and yet we still do it, okay? So how can you look at your activities today, the things that you have to do, and ensure that at any given time, you are focusing on one and one thing only, and only when you're done do you move to the next. So the way that I do this is I work in 50-minute increments where I will sit down and will, I will map out in the first couple minutes 
what I need to focus on in that hour. And those are, it, I really go by order of priority. And then when the clock starts, I just focus on getting that one thing done. And only once it is done, do I move to the next activity that I'd have, that I have on my list. Okay. This makes it so much easier to stay focused and to ensure that we're not wasting our, um, our energy, basically just task switching. All right. So multitasking is a big one. Another really, really important one is how much are we connected and available to distraction. So we live in a fantastic world, right? I feel like right now is the best moment to be alive in terms of how much we are connected to each other and how much we can leverage each other across the world. There's literally no frontier. There's such an amazing blessing in that. And, and that same benefit that same blessing is really a double-edged sword because it also makes it so much easier than ever so much harder sorry than ever to actually get stuff done because at any given time you are technically if especially if you have notifications on on your devices you are saying to the world i am available for distraction whether be it by phone by text message by social media uh, all sorts of ways that people can reach you you are so much more accessible which means that it then is your own responsibility to ensure that you don't get interrupted that you don't get distracted and that means turning off notifications that means uh even putting your air, your phone on airplane mode when you're doing important activities right so people are always are always surprised when i say that i have literally zero notifications i have a list of four people on my phone that when they call me my phone rings otherwise I do not have the notifications on, right? I do not see the text messages when they come in. I do not have, you know, nothing really will interrupt me on my phone uh, or on my computer in terms of notification, because that is just not how I want to execute on things. And during the day, I do have slots where I will sit down and I will go back through my messages and I will check my emails and so on. But when you literally look at my phone, None of my icons have notifications on them. I do not receive notifications on my computer and it is all on purpose because I'm, I have, I'm, I'm really literally defending my attention fortress. <laughs> that is what I do. Right. And for a really long time, I was also using, um, Chrome extensions and things like that to remove. I actually still use it on YouTube, but not as much on social media because I use social media a lot for work now. But for a long time, social media, my social media feeds were all blocked. So I could never see what was in the feeds unless I went in uh, and, and did a search on Facebook, for example, right? Like I could not see what was there on YouTube don't see comments, don't see any of that. Don't, I don't see, you know, on the side, how it can tell you other recommended videos and so on, all of that removed. And you can have Chrome extensions that do that, right? There's a bunch of them that exist. So those are things that can help you build your attention fortress so that the things that could technically come and derail you in terms of where you're putting your, your focus and so on, you remove them, you remove the temptation, you remove the interruptions. So look at throughout the day, where are you getting interrupted all the time? Is it phone calls? 
Is it uh, if you work with your team, you know, in person and so on, do people just come in and interrupt you? Um, is it social media? Is it uh, that you start something and then you get, you know, pulled into the, the rabbit hole of, of specific things on social media? What are those things where you find yourself wasting time and those things you want to remove as well, right? Because they're pulling your attention away from the things that really, really matter. And then financial, finally, the other really, really important aspect too is creating intentional rest. Now, this is another really big piece where I find that people just lose their focus and then they become, they feel like they're becoming overwhelmed. But really what's happening is that they have mental overload. It is too much information. Again, the connectivity that we have with one another is amazing, but it comes with so much information being shared at any given time and you having to process so much information, so much more than we had to uh, even 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, right? And for us to have to process all of that information, make sense of it, make decisions uh, based, based on that. And then, you know, be responsible for the results that come out of it as well. It is a lot. It is a lot. So you need to implement mental rest during the moments that you're awake. So I'm not just talking about when you go to bed, but I'm talking about during the day, when are you unplugging from the data? When are you maybe taking short power naps or meditating or going outside for a walk? When are you doing things that are strategically unplugging you during the day from being connected to all the things? That is a huge game changer. So when I did um, 75 hard a year ago, that was, I think the moments that I enjoyed the most, right? were aside from the water, because I had never had so much water in my life and it literally transformed me, literally healed me. But aside from that, it was the mandatory walk for 45 minutes that I was doing every single day. So every single day, you know, in 75 hard, you have to do two, um, two workouts of at least 45 minutes. And one of them has to be outside. So every day I chose to either run or walk for 45 minutes outside. And that forced me to completely unplug, right? No screen, nothing. I would just go out. I would walk. Maybe I would listen to music or I would call my mom, <laughs> right? So, but it would be things where I'm not pulling information into myself, uh, especially as I'm trying to work, but I would just break out completely from the stuff that I would, that I, that I was doing, right? Completely outside of the business realm, completely outside of, uh, you know, KPIs and all of the things and team meetings and all of that and focusing on just me and resting, right? So what can that look like for you? Are you implementing any type of intentional rest during the day? Because as I said, a lot of information coming at you as you're starting to build, as you're, as you're building your business, especially if you're building your business online right? What can you do aside from sleep? Sleep is great. Sleep is not enough. Aside from sleep, what can you do to unplug during your wake hours? So you're not consistently, 
you know, in front of a screen, trying to make sense of data and jumping from one client call to the next and then team calls and sales and marketing and all of the things. Okay. That is a huge component to the mental energy that people will have and, um, to uh, being able to unplug like that. Also your fit in terms of your physical energy, super important. All right. So just to recap real quick, we talked about how that feeling of overwhelm that we get sometimes, a lot of times actually when I talk to people, is not the pure overwhelm sensation of when we have so much to do and we don't know where to start and so on, right? That is where we need to prioritize, where we need to, you know, to determine what's most important and second and third, etc. What we're talking about here is your ability let's say that you know exactly what to do, but your ability to go and execute it in a way where you feel like you have the energy to do it and you are able to make the decisions and so on. And by the time you're done, not only do you, are you done faster, but also by the time you're done, you don't feel completely, completely, completely de depleted. Okay. And so in order to do that, it's about managing your physical energy, your mental energy, and really thinking about your energy as this bank account that you cannot just be running on overdraft. It just doesn't make sense and it will literally make you sick. Okay. So we need to think, to ask ourselves, are we multitasking a lot? Are we fortifying our attention fortress and really having strategic, you know, strategies and apps and whatever you need to do, technology, whatever? to stop the things that hijack your attention. Think about it like you're building these mental firewalls, right? Inf stuff cannot go through. It cannot come through. It's all about you focusing. And are you also doing into intentional rest? Are you taking the time to unplug, not just at night when you're at sleep, but during your work hours? Are you doing that? So I really encourage you to do some type of an energy and attention audit Take the next day or two and really assess your current state. Like, how are you feeling throughout the day? How is your mental bandwidth, right? Are you feeling overload? Like when you start getting that feeling, is it too much information? And then really start looking at what are those things that are pulling your attention away from the important things? What are the things that are interrupting you like constantly during the, during the day. Sometimes it's team members, right? Maybe there is somebody on your team who for some reason cannot, they're just not self-sufficient. Like they cannot get the task and go and execute it on their own. And they keep having to come to you to get stuff done. When things like that happen, I know we think that as the CEO, it's your job to be there for the team. But as a CEO, it's your job to drive the ship of your business and to work on the business, not be consistent, you know, constantly pulled in through the details of it. And so what I see, what I do see a lot of times, sometimes it's team members that are either not trained enough or they're not um, autonomous enough. And so the business owner, the CEO ends up having to stop what they're doing all the time to be able to support and help and train and coach, etc. Right. And so that is not, that is not going to be the most effective use of your time over a long period of time. Now, when you just hired somebody, yes, it makes sense. But beyond that training period, having to always be there to help them make all the decisions and all of that, it is distractions and it is pulling your attention away from the important things. And it is going to drain your energy over time. 
Okay. So do this energy and attention audit. Look at what is hijacking your time, hijacking your attention and your energy throughout the day. And find, finding those sources is more than half of the problem. Then it's about identifying how are you going to safeguard and protect your energy and your attention so that you can have really good periods of deep work, really good periods of time where you're concentrated and you're focused and you're able to take two, three, four hours for, uh, you know, brand building, for example, and another couple of hours in deep work doing something else, you will find yourself making so much more progress like that versus what I would say, honestly, like 80% of the people that I talk to face is just way too many interruptions and way too many, uh, too much energy leaks, whether it's physical or mental. All right. So think about that. Reach out to me, of course, if you have any questions about this. I'm Kyrie Var everywhere. And uh, in the meantime, I really wish that you take this, go and execute on it, and that you let me know what, you know, what you're findings are and what your uh, discoveries are and that you can go and turn that around so that by the end of this year you have new habits and new ways of working that will just make next year a really true amazing success for you all right love you so much i will talk to you soon (laughs) there you have it If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right. So thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.